Hello, everybody. It is Kumo D on the solo. Um, before y'all listen to this episode, there were just a few things um, that post recording I just wanted to uh, clear up as regarding the Pokemon portion of the episode when we were talking about Ash and Cynthia's battle. Uh, first and foremost, Cynthia did switch a couple of times, so you can switch. Uh, which realistically just makes Ash look like an even worse trainer. Ugh, I was trying to give him some hope, guys. I really was, but I don't know what happened there. But my man's is not looking too good. He let his Dragonite just get mollywopped for a good minute and just sat there asking it to wake up from the hypnosis. It was not a good look. Um, but there is active switches within the battle. So Cynthia uses it, but Ash just doesn't. Uh, I guess he's relying on one Pokemon taking out one Pokemon and hopefully using that same Pokemon to take out the next. So that being the case, things ain't looking too good for Ash. But without further ado, y'all, excuse my additions in, I guess you would say, post-prod or post-production for this. But I want y'all to thoroughly enjoy the episode. I enjoyed making this one definitely um, because this one, as I said, is close to my heart. I love Pokemon. Um, I love the series. I didn't give the Sun and Moon series a real chance, but I came back to the Master's Journey series so happy and excited and ready to go. So I loved that um, I was able to talk about it and the guys were able to talk about it with me and as towards the one piece section i am so beyond excited to see what comes next for um our crew our straw hat crew and i'm really excited for you guys to listen to this episode but without further ado let the theme song roll let's get into it What's up, everybody? Man, the clouds out and we in the house and you here now. So, have a seat. See? Niggas wasn't ready. See, see? I was gonna press the button. No, because you definitely spoke very well. Boy, that was definitely you definitely spoke low. But boy, but boy, too enthusiastic about this podcast, man. Come on, what's up uh, with I'm that? I'm mad enthusiastic. Oh. I was thinking he was saying he's mad and enthusiastic, but you were saying you're mad enthusiastic. Yeah, listen, my boy. Got it. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, (laughs) Y'all, it's your boy as per usual. It's your man's, D'Angelo, a.k.a. Kumo D. Go ahead and speak the truth. Skip to Anthony. Mm -hmm. Why you always want to, it's crazy how he wants to go crazy and everything else, but when it comes to this, this nigga want to go last. (laughs) All right, go. He always going to be first. Because he's the... Yeah, so he always... I can't be first. Technically, you'd be first out of the one he introduced. No, he's first. I'd rather be last. Oh, God. Because who's last comes first in the Bible. In the book of... Whoa. That's whole logic. 
And what book of the Bible is that? This is the last show come first. And what book though? Do it matter, nigga? Yeah, Deuteronomy numbers? Uh, Shut up. Leviticus? Shut up. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I guess I am going. It's your boy cancel. My man's yeah. got a problem. Now, go ahead. Oh, now you're talking like mm. you want to go first. You should have went first. Shut up, dog. Yeah. Wow. You got Go shut ahead. Up, go dog. ahead. Spit the truth. Look, can I tell y'all something? Oh, right. God. I know I can't be what I want to be and who I am is A.A. Ron in the building. Y'all need it. Y'all got it. Y'all feel it. It's here. Stay present. That, that, grace is that. presence. I I don't even know what to say to that. Okay. <laughs> but y'all, today we're gonna be talking about something that's near and dear to my heart. Um uh, we talking about Kara no. <laughs> 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 <Kira> Dior. <laughs> hey, ah! anime Ava Duvinet, you know. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> Ava DuVernay. Own network. <laughs> but nah, today, y'all, we talking about Pokemon and all this glitz and glam and glory and fashion. Oh, um, yeah. We actually got... I've been watching Pokemon Master's Ooh, yes. Journey. Um, but my guys, um, they're getting into it, I guess. I, I just showed them some battles and they think it's all right. But... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we're getting <laughs> uh, y'all. We're getting into the last, the Masters Eight portion of the tournament. So it's the last eight people involved in the Masters Journey tournament. And if you guys don't know what the Masters Journey tournament is, it's essentially a tournament based on rank. So you have to work your way up. There's about two thousand people in the tournament. You have to work your way up to uh, first the top fifteen. And then you work your way up to the top eight, which we're seeing Ash actually be in this time around. And the only eight Ash be in. Yeah. <laughs> Ash be in. You get it? B. No, be in. <laughs> yeah. And we got um so, yeah. <laughs> so far we got we got it pretty stacked up. We got Leon. Lance, Steven, Cynthia, Iris, Diantha, uh, Alan, I think his name is, spelled with an I for some reason. And then we got Ash as the final and, eight. And can you um, tell us what um, made the cut. What all the people like specializing for shizzles. Um so if we talk in let's let's start from the first person. So if you don't know, I'll explain who everybody is and what their significance is and where they're from. Um, so Leon is the current champion of the Galar region where they're kind of stationed. Leon doesn't specialize in a specific type of Pokemon, but he was the champion based off of his team's balance and variety, mm. meaning he has a lot of Pokemon that complement the other Pokemon on his team. Um, he doesn't have to have a specific battle style because his Pokemon flow into each other so well. So well, like, what's his primary element? Um, his primary Pokemon, or his ace Pokemon, is his Charizard, which, uh, his Charizard can Gigantamax, which is the, the, 
gimmick of this genre or uh, this region which is basically pokemon growing to like a really large size and their form changes moral so, <laughs> yeah actually <laughs> so nice leon leon essentially is the shoe in or the person who everybody thinks is going to win the master's eight just because of how strong leon actually is and how long he's been holding the title um then there's lance which uh if you guys remember the original pokemon um the just original original pokemon anime Mm -hmm. uh lance was the leader of the elite four from that uh essentially he's a dragon type specialist his ace pokemon kind of teeters between gyarados and dragonite uh Mm -hmm. so he uses he uses predominantly Gyarados, which some people have a problem with just because of the fact that Gyarados isn't actually a dragon type, but he's supposed to be a dragon master. Um, mm. And Gyarados is a water and flying type. At, at, at any point of the show, was he a dragon type? Gyarados? Yeah. Never. No. When he, uh, when he, mega, when he got a mega evolution, a lot of people thought he was going to be dragon type, but he became dark and water, mm. which didn't make any sense to anybody, but yeah, he's what it is. Yeah, he very much looks like a dragon type. Yeah. Water dragon. Kakashi, mm-hmm. fuck with him. <laughs> Kakashi. <Stop>. Gyarados! <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, hey, he looks like a dragon type, so apparently... It's enough to pass, and in that time frame of the anime and the show, there wasn't a lot of dragon types to work with. So Lance often had like three of one Pokemon. So like he has like three Dragonites. Um, he has like, I think, in total, his team has maybe about like three Dragonites or two Dragonites, something around there, and they're both really strong. Um, then moving on to Steven. Steven is, ooh, hand sanding. But Steven is a Steel-type specialist. His ace Pokemon is a Metagross, which is a Steel and Psychic-type Pokemon. I better hear Onyx in this case. What? No. Onyx is a Rock-type. Rock and Ground. Correct, yeah. I thought he was Steel. Nah. Onyx's evolution is Steelix, which becomes a Steel-type. But Onyx Onyx himself is like the kind of like long snake one? Onyx is the Rock Snake, yeah. Okay. The one we see Brock yeah but uh steven is from from one of those regions uh the hoenn region excuse me he's a champion of <laughs> i'm from he said my home <laughs> you're the champ steven is from the the hoenn region he's the champion of the hoenn region and you're you're gonna kind of see a trend of only champions in this final eight uh, just because they're the strongest people around. And they're all kind of coming for this Masters tournament just because of the fact it's the chance to prove that they're the strongest in all of the regions. Mm. So whoever wins the Masters tournament is openly declared as the strongest in all of the regions. So kind of the champion in every region. Um, and then next is Cynthia. Cynthia is the Sinnoh region champion. Uh, she's the lady with the blonde hair from the fight that I just showed you and mm-hmm. the fight that we'll probably end up talking about in a couple of minutes. And her ace is a Garchomp, which is a ground and dragon type. It's known as the Land Shark Pokemon. Hmm. Was that the one, that little one that was fighting Dragonite? Mm-mm. Uh, That's Spiritomb. Uh, um, that Pokemon was putting in work for her. Spiritomb? Yeah. yeah. It's, I'm surprised it's not her ace as much as she uses it. 
because she has a really great strategy with that. And if you play the original Diamond and Pearl, um, for the listeners, if you guys played too, y'all, everybody knew that when you saw that Spirit Tomb pop into the battle, it was hell in a handbasket. Because at that point in time, it didn't have any weaknesses. So you just had to hit it with random things and hope for the best. It's essentially wow. what you had to do in the game. Her guard chomp, so easy to handle. Spirit to do, like, no. a debuff or something along with that Pokemon? Uh, yeah. Later on in Platinum, they uh, they kind of scaled the Spirit Tomb a little bit. Because mm. it was, like, dummy strong, dummy fast. Um, defense was super high. It just didn't make any sense. Wow. So, Damn near should be, uh... What is a the, god. Not the legendary, but what's... Uh, what is the... Reminds me how they did... There's legendaries, mythical Pokemon, mythical. and then there's yeah. uh, pseudo-legendaries. Should have been a mythical. I think it's technically pseudo-legendary class. But then, after Cynthia, uh, there's Iris, who's another dragon-type specialist. Basically, I think there's three dragon-type specialists mm-hmm. in this which kind of confirms like dragon type is one of the strongest types within the game um her ace is a haxorus and she's from the region that black and white was placed in i forget the name of it but it was from like four years ago anyways moving on she was one of the only like black girls in the series that actually did anything great that was the girl that traveled with Ash, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She traveled with Ash, and oh, I'm trying to remember the region, but it's... Oh, Kalos. Kalos. In the Kalos region, because uh, it was also with Cylon, the the chef dude with the ah. green hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she traveled with them, and then once Ash left, she became the champion. Ah. So she was that strong. I think she was low-key hiding it in the series, but... Anyways, next we have Diantha, who is the old champion of the Kalos region, and her ace is a Gardevoir. She doesn't really have a specialty. Usually most champions don't have an emphasis on a specific type of Pokemon, because they like a balanced team, Mm -hmm. Uh, because they realize the stronger they get, the more they can pull out of every type rather than just one. And then we have Alan, who is more of a recent character. Uh, he came around when Mega Evolution came around. And he was kind of... I don't know if you guys... When... I'd say maybe it was like three years ago. When Mega Evolution and all the forums first came out, there was like a bunch of videos of like random trainers battling. Like a Charizard, like a black Charizard. Uh-huh. That was Alan. So Alan, uh-huh. Alan was their way of introducing mega evolution into like the main line um the main line show and it was only to kind of emphasize his goal was to show that his charizard his uh mega evolved charizard was the strongest mega evolution out okay so quick question what's up uh what does it take to get your pokemon to mega evolution um a bond like a really strong bond and a mega stone so shouldn't fucking pikachu have a mega evolution Mm-mm. not every pokemon has a mega evolved form pikachu doesn't have one. so like the black charizard is like the mega evolved right yeah a lot of people were mad because char but well, essentially mewtwo has a mega evolved form he has two mm-hmm. 
Charizard is the only other Pokemon who has two Mega Evolve forms. Mm-hmm. Everybody else only has one. So a lot of people were pissed because uh, Charizard was getting a lot of love. And every other Pokemon that people kind of wanted wasn't really getting too much. I mean, Charizard, Charizard is, is cold, though. Cause, too, so I, I mean, then he got snubbed a lot, low-key. Yeah. Charizard? Well, he snubbed himself. Yeah. All <laughs> that sleeping in middle battles. I remember that. Especially with Magma. Charizard Magma fight. threw hands Fuck up. you. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. Ash, I said, Charles, are we rerun re- re- <laughs> that thing with Magma? It, it just killed me how Let's much re-run. faith he had in Charizard. I'm going to really play this thing at the time. <laughs> Bro, Charizard, and he was, the And he was over here picking sometimes his nails. Uh, I'm not fighting, bro. Yeah, uh, I think the funniest part was the funniest. How, how, how many times I have to tell you? I don't fuck with you. <laughs> I never <laughs> respected you, The funniest Shut scene up. that I've ever seen was when Charizard got into a fight, and or Ash put Charizard into a fight, and then Charizard didn't care at all until Charizard got straight up punched in the face. I tell you, I think that was Magma, wasn't it? That fight, Magmar, was Magmar. It? Yeah, that was Magmar. Yeah, that was a funny classic. <laughs> And Charles was like, look, let's rerun that fade with him. Okay, I'm ready. Because he size he like I think he used fire punch, like and chin check Charizard, and then he used seismic toss to like drop him. Right, and that man <laughs> Charizard was like, oh, him oh. Up. <laughs> He thought it was a game until Magma started. I don't know. When they introduced Magma, it it was like a dope introduction of that Pokemon. I'm like, yo, this man is tough right here. And this was like during the age where we had uh, Tinder 64. Yeah. And the cartridges of Pokemon. He was like one of a good, strong Pokemon to carry in your arsenal. Magmar, yeah. Magmar had a good attack Man. split, but later on he got... Yeah. I'm pretty sure now out. it's... Huh. You got a classic. Now you need a Magmordar. A Magmar's evolution in order to kind of do anything. Ah. But... And then last, last but not least, we have Ash. Ash is the one that everybody wants to win, but nobody believes in, realistically. Because <laughs> I've seen the glimpse of that term. Like, bro, my man, he doesn't do no switch strategy. He just says, nah, stay there until you KO. That's abuse. Ash, <laughs> don't you have to? No, you can switch them out. As long as they're not KO'd. Um, the thing that I think in this, in this rule or in this world... Uh, when it comes to the Masters tournament is that you can't switch out during the battle. You have to wait until the battle yeah. between the two Pokemon is over in order to switch. So which means that one of them has to be KO. Someone has to be KO. Yeah, see? In order no, to... but that girl switched during... Mm-hmm. It was this, three times. You're talking about this reason. Oh. Well, Cynthia she probably switched, switched after, because, yeah, after Pokemon like they KO. Fall... Oh, they KO? Yeah. When I they have those just... swirls on their eyes, yeah, they KO. Cause then some of them didn't look like it. That's why I was like, "Wait, you gotta, you gotta look at it, huh?" But the the interesting, phone. the interesting thing about this this tournament is that these are all people who Ash has never beat. Mm. Ash has faced every single one of these people, didn't beat them, mm. lost every single time. Or I think Steven, he never actually got to, and Cynthia, he got to maybe once, and it was just a joint. Iris is probably one of the only people that Ash did beat, but that was when before she was a champion, like way before. Who's um, that one black girl we saw cosplay? Oh, Nessa. Uh, is yeah. she a region? Yes. She's a gym leader, so she's the she's the uh, the Galar region's gym leader, water type gym leader. 
But besides that, um, she got beat pretty quick. It was unfortunate, but it happened. Uh, shout out to the black people. Shout out to Nessa. Nessa! But all in all, we see Ash with a more balanced team. And then for the listeners, we watched the, uh, the Cynthia versus Ash fight, the most recent one. If you guys haven't seen it, it's up on YouTube. Feel free to watch it just for some context. But just based on that, that fight because right now in that fight we see basically three of Cynthia's Pokemon are taken out so far and Ash just lost three or actually two of Cynthia's Pokemon are taken out her Gastrodon and her Togekiss and Ash lost his Dragonite already he lost his Gengar and he lost his Pikachu and I was like damn that's not that's my primary. Yeah. You already got taken out. Yeah. It's it's not looking good for the man, so I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm like, look, once Pikachu's out, it's kind of teetery with the story with Ash. It's like, ooh. If we're going off his existing team, technically, if we're looking at it team-wise, Ash only has two fighting types and a water dragon Do you type know what left. Pokemon he has left? Or? Yeah. He has his Lucario, which can Mega Evolve. Man, um, Lucar isn't Lucario a legendary? Mm-mm. It's pseudo legendary. Uh, I could have sworn, yeah, yeah. this is legendary. Mm-mm. So, so what is pseudo legendaries? Yeah. Uh, are Pokemon that is cla- are classified as strong enough to a point where they could be legendary or they could rival legendaries. So, but you can still find multiple of them. Though. Yeah, like Dragonite would be a pseudo legendary. Because one, Dragonite has a really high level before it evolves to its final form. And Dragonites are also really strong stat-wise. Same with, like, certain... There's a lot of Dragon-type Pokemon on that list in general. And the only reason Lucario kind of gets close to the pseudo-legendary status is because of its Mega Evolution. That's what puts it up there. Besides that, it wouldn't be. It would just probably be UU. Um which is kind of like the uber team like really just really strong pokemon okay but right now ash only has his surfetch left his lucario and he has a dragovich which is basically a water water dragon and cynthia still has her spirit tomb which is a ghost type so that means two of his pokemon are going to be ineffective towards that one spirit tomb because mm-hmm. ghost types um negate all fighting type moves because you can't you can't punch a ghost, essentially. And he um, lost the one key ghost type. And then, yeah, he yeah. lost his ghost type already. And then she Cynthia still has her ace Pokemon, which is her Garchomp, which can also Mega Evolve, which has the capability of sweeping through the rest of his team. It can wow. evolve during the, during the battle? Yeah, Mega Evolution evolves during the battle. What the fuck? <laughs> That's so, fucking cheap. It's a it's a temporary evolution. That's when I pull out a gun. Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> fuck that <laughs> shit! <laughs> Man, you cheats, bullet! <laughs> hey! You say this? It's involved. Glockachu! Glockachu! Please! Glockachu! Now he's a spirit type. He will see you in the afterlife. Ha. So, I mean... I I don't I don't really know I don't know what to think about uh 
I don't know what like to think he, about this battle. It sounds like, uh, again, if if I was to compare it, it reminds me of a Joey Willard scene at this moment right now. It's gamble. It, it's literally heads or tails at this point. Because it, it depends on his next move and if it's the right move. Since he's losing key type Pokemons very soon. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's but, already loot. Well, not even losing. He's already lost yeah. quite a bit. And it's like, I would have kind of saved my ghost type a little bit soon. A little bit probably after Pikachu. Yeah. I mean, we'll be and put Pikachu first and then that, but he did it backwards, so was, ugh. Would have would have definitely done it later. Is what do you what did you call that? His ace, Pikachu's his ace, right? Pikachu is his ace, yeah. And his ace is gone. Yeah, your Pikachu ace... took out like two Pokemon, though, right? No. Yeah, well, no, it was no. one. It was only one. One. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was one and fell to the two. second, and that's gone now because you. That's why I was like, damn, Ash, you, damn man, do this a lot, bro. Piss me off. But I see so, it again. The thing about the the thing about Cynthia's team is she has she's shown she's used different Pokemon within each battle. Um so she switches her Pokemon out quite a bit. So it's kinda hard to predict what she has mm-hmm. left. Um mm-hmm. but so far she has she's shown a Spiritomb, Roserade, Togekiss, and she showed um a Gastrodon. So, out of those four, the only Pokemon that she has available or left, um, which would be her Garchomp, she has a Glaceon, a, Com- a Coma-O, and a Milotic. Those would be the only four that she has as an option. The thing about that is she could use, technically she has three left that are unknown. So she could use any of those three. Mm. And any of those three would destroy Ash's team in a sense. So he gonna lose? He's, yeah, because he... I think so. His lineup was kind of piss poor how he lined things up. He could have... Again, that's where I see the struggle with him in these scenarios. His lineup is always bad. Yeah, true. He doesn't... I don't think Ash is a very consistent trainer. In some series, in some moments, he's a very great, he's or he's a very good trainer. In other series and other moments, he just seems kind of trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, he makes like piss poor decisions. And I mean, like, you, wouldn't you come to this tournament? Like, this is like the tournaments of tournaments, nigga. Wouldn't you come especially, to this bitch prepared? <laughs> yeah, especially when you got an inkling of your opponents at this stage. You you kind of got a feel of, from what it sounds like of. I'll say half of them. I mean, he's met Cynthia and had full adventures, actually traveled with Cynthia, like, once. Not, like, walking with her for the whole time period, but he's helped her on certain missions and things. But he should realistically know her well enough to know her team Mm -hmm. to where he can prepare himself. And he's seen her matches prior to this. So... Um, there's no reason why he, his lineup was kind of off. Yeah. His, his lineup. Or maybe he didn't know he was going to face her. Well, realistically, they'll tell you a little bit before. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but you should kind of be prepared for anything with anybody. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that a lot of people were mad about in this particular uh, this particular show is Ash has access to all of his Pokemon before this. So he has access to his Infernape that's really strong. He has access to that Charizard we were talking about. And Charizard's much more well-behaved at this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, he has access to his Greninja, which has a special form because their bond is so close. And is really strong. He even have he even has access to Pokemon that he used in the previous championship when he won. So the Sun and Moon Championship. So he has like his Lycan Rock and stuff like that. And he used none of it. Didn't switch anything out. He decided that he wanted to go with the the team that he made when he got to that region. So Wow. Yeah. So, wow. So all these champions are pulling out their strongest Pokemon and Pokemon that they caught from other regions to complement their team, and Ash is using just the team that he's had this whole time. So this man want to go basically uh, loyalty to the team that he rocked with, practically not a new variant of this team, but. Wow. Yeah. And it's the it's also the team that he's had for the entire tournament. So it's predictable. Basically I think two hundred plus battles people have already seen, so they kinda see his Bro, team. Oh, you win with the Oh he loses. <laughs> he loses. There's no winning. What's wrong with him? Bro. No nobody knows. He got issues, man. Bro. Nobody How you win the tournament then go. I mean, I can't even compare it to Joey Wheelie because at least he changed it up by bits by bits with his cards. But yeah, I mean the thing is with Ash in the last the Sun and Moon tournament is he he at least switched his Pokemon out. He grabbed like some of his old Pokemon and used them. Uh with this, he's just he not switching it up. He's being stubborn. He just want to stay. <laughs> he just wants to stay consistent. So the, I mean, the thing is with the current matchup. So, if we, am I disclaimer? Dila was ripping Todd's sticker off his side of the table. It's not even. It's. Might as well finish it now. Goddamn! You couldn't resist. Nah. I couldn't. But anyway. I, you think uh, I'm killing you? Uh, <laughs> that nigga munch. There you go, buddy. Good as new. Oh, Anyways, yeah. don't frown at it. But based on what Cynthia could have left, we know she has a Garchomp for sure, so that only leaves two Pokemon. Most likely, she has a Milotic, which is a water type. And then she probably... I don't think she'll be using her Glaceon, so she most likely will have uh, the other Pokemon we mentioned. So the Kama-O, or they've been kind of pushing um, in the Pokemon Masters game, like the phone game, or the mobile game, uh, a Lucario. So a lot of people are saying that's to show that she's going to use a Lucario in the last sense, so it'll probably be Lucario versus Lucario. Uh-huh. Uh so if she has Garchomp, it's possible that Ash's Dragovich, since it's a water type, it'll beat out the ground typing. Mm-hmm. And Dragon and Dragon always beat each other. Uh, they're strong. Dragon is strong against Dragon type. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that his Dragovich could come out on top. 
and then that'll leave his two fighting types. Uh, he could end up overpowering the Milotic with either the remaining power from the Dragovich and then the Surfetch, or if he uses Lucario, it'll be just stupid because Lucario's a still typing, so he'll be kind of weak to the Milotic, but we'll see. And then it could be Lucario versus Lucario at the end, and they kind of just duke it out, and whoever wins is kind of whoever takes that. Bruh, he is, that's a gamble. That is. I mean, even with that strategy, a fresh Lucario versus one that's probably, let's just say, not too much damage, but still got enough damage to say close to mild. Lucario hasn't been seen or confirmed on her team yet. So it'll if it does come out, it'll be the first time that anybody sees her with a Lucario. And that's a surprise visit he probably wow. Yeah. So it makes sense. But he gonna be hot if it's another Lucario. What the fuck? <laughs> and it's it's just like we based off of the possible theory or the, the possible roundup or the per- possible lineup. Do we think Ash could possibly win? Or are we going to go ahead and say this is the part where Ash loses out? I think, you, I think it's too early for him to win a, a tournament of this magnitude. Uh-huh. So they'll probably make him lose. Yep, his odds are 2-6 to six in this one. I mean, even if he beats Cynthia, mm-hmm. there's still Iris... I believe he would need a rematch with and Leon, which Leon he's already lost to. Yeah, a, a nigga named so, Leon gonna beat your ass regardless. Yeah, I'm too smooth. <laughs> the, the probability is not on his side in this one. It's it's luck. Yeah, it's literally luck. If he gets through this, especially uh, talking about reusing the Pokemon everybody's seen you as, mm-hmm. dude, plenty. Wow, bro, like. You're pushing it. Yeah, it's 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 kind of a waste essentially because you're not bringing anything new to the table. Thank you, and you basically know the strategy. Yeah. You're just like yo, all I gotta do is probably counteract it with this and this, just in case, or bring these two that can lose power through probably a couple. Yeah. One in store. Yeah, Ash. I mean, Ash lost like that before, so Ash lost for being predictable. So it's possible that it could happen again. Wow, this man just don't learn shit. I mean, we'll see. This we'll is... see how this battle goes. We'll see what happens. But speaking of us going into new territory, we all know that One Piece recently just finished or wrapped up the Wano, the Wano arc, and mm-hmm. everything that's going on. And no Yamato. <laughs> and no yeah, Yamato. everybody was upset. Yamato did, yeah. decided that she didn't want to. Or she didn't want to leave Wano. Did they actually need her, though? No, not at all. But it, at the same exactly, token... She would have been a good addition to the team. How? But that's the she thing. She would have rounded him out. It would have been a good addition. But it's like, how are you not a... How, how are you mad at something that seemed a little bit predictable based on how the storyline was flowing with her? She's literally Momonosuke's reincarnated daddy in a woman's body. I you mean, think he's going to leave his... Yeah. Well, she got the memories. It's basically, a, you could say the soul is there. But biologically, everything is not. I don't that. know if I would even say the soul is there. Because you remember vague de- details. 
That moment does keep going. Because my the thing I forgot the reason why I say no is because she was technically alive when, if I remember correctly, she was alive when that nigga died. So. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. The soul is there. If anything, if, how's the soul there if the nigga was alive when she when uh, she watched him die? Yeah, she didn't watch him die, but, but she, she was, was alive. There. So she was so there. Yeah, she just self-proclaimed that because she embodied him after hearing his stories. And I was like, that's cool, but you don't have a soul of this nigga. Like versus Luffy. Mm-hmm. Who had literally the aura of uh, Goldie Roger? So mm-hmm. I was like, self self proclaimed, and I was like, that's cool, but don't but say you got it when you don't got it. Even then, I would still say, <clears throat> way it sounded, she's gonna it stay makes, a moment. It, it, it makes sense. Regardless, it makes sense. Ito Ito no me model Mika, like, cause she took stake in saying you're my son. Yeah, so. But, I mean, that, the thing is, can you say a parent's gonna walk away if they believe such strong words? It makes it makes no sense to have uh, um, Yamato on the team just because of the fact that she would uh, Luffy would be essentially rehashing Kaido's aspect of a crew. That's true. Because Kaido has multiple mythical Zoan or at least ancient Zoans on his immediate crew in his hierarchy so getting one getting one mythical zone and then kind of like just picking them up wherever because a lot of people are saying that uh if something happens then marco might end up joining luffy's final team and things like that that would be another mythical zone if that were to happen yeah she i mean she yamato was alive she spoke to him. Like she would hear his stories. But still, I think um it wouldn't make sense for Luffy to pick up a mythical zone. He's already mm-hmm. a mythical zone. It's fine. He has enough. He has Zoro, he has Sanji, which is essentially more than enough, I feel I like, to take on Blackbeard. Oh yeah. Like the lineup of the crew is strong, including uh what you call uh What's his name? The fishman. That's oh Jimbe. 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 I don't even include Jimbe because Jimbe is just too strong. I mean, but he is the crew now because he did bow. Yeah. After he survived Big Mom. Oi. Remember we saw her eggs. Yeah. But but yeah, Jimbe. Jimbe is part of the the full crew now. Yeah, he's been there for a little while. Honestly, he didn't. Another person's just overkill, at that point because it's like you. It, there, I don't see us too much of a struggle when it comes to facing this new Blackbeard crew or like ups and downs moments. Uh, if they would have added Yamato, because Jinbei can handle enough on his own. I mean, we're waiting for more growth when it comes to Usopp. Uh, I'm not for sure based on because y'all far ahead on the manga. Uh-huh. Uh, the status when it comes to Big Mom's. Uh, one of her soul creations with the cloud. I don't know if he becomes back with Nami or anything. Prometheus? Prometheus, yeah. Yeah, Prometheus is still with Nami. Right, Todd? Sounds Prometheus, yeah. Okay, so... Just FYI, that was spoiler alert, people. If I know, too late now. Because <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> everything, yeah. honestly, is spoiler alert. If, at this I mean, if they, if they know that they're those... leaving Wano, then they know that Prometheus is with Nami. Well, I'm talking to about like those who don't. Yeah. Because they haven't, uh, what you call, confirmed if he was going to live past Big Mom because she considered him betrayal because, you know, 
uh, son one, he wanted a, a girlfriend. He's like, kill Prometheus and give me a girlfriend, mama. Oh, well, uh, Yeah, it said it. That was... I think was Prometheus good. is self-sufficient, though. I think he can live without Big Mom. Yeah. It's proven oh, no, in the storyline. Prometheus. Prometheus. No, Zeus is with them. Oh, Zeus. Correction, yeah. There it is. Big Mama. There it is. <laughs> but, I mean, even with Zeus being with Nami, I wouldn't say it's too great of a power-up. It's a... A good one though for her because they it's were a, a good combination. It is a boost, it's enough because it's worthy. Him with the thunder clouds that she produces, they were like a good dynamic duo. Especially, yeah. he's basically yeah, it's her, the epitome of lightning. Him, that is a major buff. Because <laughs> she was fucking niggas up. Honestly, that was he was a big contribution. Not me, always fucks niggas up, but she can't take a punch though. So she's a glass cannon. She, I yeah. still just don't under understand why they don't bump niggas up. Like, while they're on there, yeah, granted, when they're traveling, they don't have much time to train, but I think they should take some time. I would make sure my niggas on my crew are solid, at least take a punch. But True. Nami's cool. She's cleaning swift, so, I mean, she doesn't need it, but... It's more intellect with her. To me, it's just, it's too easy for her to zap! And then right when she gets... <laughs> uh, she started calling on everybody. Luffy, Sorrow. I mean... Sanji. We see Robin get a bump in yeah. this. I know she's always had it though, but Robin's always she could take a punch and she's always been strong. So. Plus, she was uh, closer with Luffy. Robin was getting fucked up by that. What was it the clown or whatever? No, that guy who was fucking her up. You remember he was beating her ass? Oh, in Water Seven. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but she could she could easily kill them. But yeah. she just felt oh, like she you talking about when she was in that island and they were separated. Oh yeah, when they were yeah. the retri- uh, yeah. retrieval arc, yeah. he was fucking her. He's fucking her. Hey, come here, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think she but was... she also did have the sea prism stones on, so she was technically. There was a handicap. Yeah, because she was snapped. That was an extreme handicap. Because no one around. But, Seventeen. I mean, now Please we got. Shoot, I mean, I see. Now she throwing big legs. Exact. That's what I was going to Thickness is bro. going in there. I'm air. so glad you said <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, the toes, Robin, is beautiful. And then she had the, uh, oh my God. Put the God. toes in my mouth, It was Robin. like, it was like, what's it called? It was like Maiden's Avatar or something like that. So oh, where yeah. she makes the, the, hands the full body wings now. Because like, she do have a wing version, too. Version, yeah. Yeah. That was fire. And I'd say that's also girl. due to uh, the training with Luffy's dad ever since that one arc. So... Cause she you had talking to, about Dragon? Yeah. She had to actually directly work with Dragon. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, what you call that. Yeah, she, after that arc of Dragon her, the Revolutionary. she got recruited into the Revolutionary. Revolutionary Army, heck yeah. And that was with her training. That's why she's actually grown, if anything, yeah. a lot because of Dragon. Even Chopper, he's yeah. getting better with the Rumble Balls. Oh, oh yeah. Got Especially got control balls. of his, uh... <laughs> I don't... <laughs> Wow. wow. It's the rumble ball, bro. We all know. I said not. balls, so pause. There's multiple. Rumble, rumble ball. It's a thing. It's a pause. thing, bro. 42. You're terrible. Anyways, he's pausing everything, like I said earlier, but. She lying. Oh, you don't split ends. But, anyways, yeah, like, the thing about the thing about the crew right now is they're doing great, they're getting better, but, like, where do we see them going? Do we think that they're going straight to Blackbeard? Like, hey, let's let's so take care Black of this Blackbeard's next threat. Essentially, yeah. So I he's mean, stronger than Kaido. 
everybody technically they're yeah. technically everybody's actually going for the one piece now so it doesn't make mm-hmm. sense for them to do any other stops anywhere else they mm-hmm. somewhat have the information they need so what the fuck was that Sorry, uh, I was trying to see something and then yeah, just, uh, they said the one piece is I mean yeah, we've been how, seeing how it on we, we left out Brooks I forgot I was going for me Brooke is Brooke yeah. I mean he low key slept on he's the mm-hmm. one dude out there whole crew that could so walk on water that is true yeah. like that's that's a slept on for mm-hmm. some way mm-hmm. the devil fruit that you're you're the you're supposed to be the pin me of death and water's supposed to sink you but you're running across it <laughs> <laughs> like you tigger the chill of death <laughs> but well, I mean Brooke do you really have to mention Brooke I feel like Brooke didn't do too much in the Wano arc or did. at least as much as I expected him to now they actually watered his role down in this one yeah right? it was yeah not too much I think it's if like, anything he'll probably get a, a boost in the next arc with along with Usopp actually, like you Todd know, was saying earlier what was dope is that uh, in the Wano arc is how when Chopper had to fight off that uh, Iceman virus, Brooke oh, yeah. was the one guy who couldn't get infected because, you know, he bones. Yeah. Oh, I'm bold. He <laughs> has the chill of death. Look, you I can't infect me. Death. You're talking about the uh, skeleton with the hat. W- with the hair? Yeah. yeah. Afro skeleton? Brooke. No, yeah. no, no, no. I got you. Brooke. Yeah. Yeah. Did you just say Brick? It's a Brooke. Sir. But I mean Brooke. We've yeah. been seeing shut up. We've been seeing those uh those tweets going out about like the one piece is real. It's been trending right now. Um no, One not. Piece is real, the one piece is real. I mean it's supposed you don't to be, be on that's Twitter? the premise. I'd be on Twitter, but I'd I'd I know I have two separate Twitters now, so I can't say my hashtags are different. I don't be seeing it, man. If you mm-hmm. Mike, if you go to the wow, that's weird. Just send me niggas to follow. You, you just like yeah. You I, was like, I, I don't be. I literally follow One Piece. I, I don't see this. If you, you go Oda? to like the the Oda, Oda, Oda. the magnifying glass, and you just go to trending, it'll show you everything that's trending tweet wise. The trending should be the same for everybody. And one of the top trending tweets this week was the One Piece is real. Everybody awesome. talking about it, but um, but. Still, the One Piece is real being a thing. That means everybody is everybody is heading for it. Um, just like you said, everybody's trucking and gunning for the One Piece, trying to figure out exactly what it is and what's going on with it, or what they can get from it, trying to get yeah. Goldie Rogers' treasure. But wouldn't finding the One Piece spell out the end of the series? I mean, it's supposed to supposed to end up in in the next couple uh, couple years, but. I I couple of years though. Not couple, but mm-hmm. like I'll say maybe Cap is in this last saga. Like it's it's in the end game. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna run it for the rest of his life. It's uh, technically if he really wanted to, obviously he could, because there's so many adventures they can go. They talk about Elbab. They got um, the all blue. There's so many different ways they can go. Mm-hmm. Um, but so. And then on that, this, isn't there a prime force that's been reckoned with with the, uh, what's the high group that no one fucks with? Celestial Dragons. Celestial Dragons. Mm-hmm. There's a, a incentive that there's someone who no one haven't fucked with, including Goldie Roger himself. I, they haven't highlighted. Well, uh, my thing is, there's, 
I still believe there's a lot of questions to answer. There's the what's up with the Revolutionary Army, what's up with the um, the God Valley, what's up with the Gordersay, what's up yeah. with the Sabo killing um, supposedly uh, the leader of Alabaster. I forgot the nigga's name. Um, so there's so many questions. Um, and what's up know. with uh, the battle? Uh, I don't know why Marco Loki didn't join the crew either because if you know he's going to end the uh, reach the One Piece again uh, like to get your one up again on uh, Blackbeard like where you at like you just going to stay in Wano cool do you think that's what a lot of people are saying Marco's going to end up end up joining uh, Luffy's crew later on because another thing would also be is that Supposedly, uh, actually, no, he did. Uh, Shanks asked Marco to be on his crew. He said no. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, Whitebeard told uh, Marco to, uh, uh, you know, make sure this kid, you know, becomes the king and yeah. Yeah, protect him. And you stand at Wando. So, because if, honestly, if Marco joins the crew, their bounty automatically goes up easily. <laughs> oh, for sure. So, because um, everybody wants Doctor Marco, yeah, and he's yeah. a doctor on top of that. Yeah, he's a doctor, so we had two doctors on the crew. That'd be hard. Uh, I see why they didn't, because obviously the doctor position's already yeah. filled. But um, and I don't, he didn't really make too much of a connection with Luffy and them, so it makes sense. But I just, in my mind, I would have made it go that way because he he definitely needed to get his payback for uh, to with Blackbeard. I think it he's taking sense. a. I think right now he's taking that kind of Sasuke approach, protecting from the outside. Uh, maybe, but also where's all the rest of the crew? Mm. Uh, that that question still lingers. Uh, oh yeah, and are we even gonna see uh, Whitebeard's uh, well, supposed son? I don't know if it's really confirmed as his son. Uh, the I forgot the dude's name, uh, Winkle or something like that. Something, but but Winkle. He was making a name for himself. Yeah, he, he was. Fucking uh, up uh, old crew members of Whitebeard, actually. Yeah. So solo and with his little old mama. Huh. Um, he was one of the warlords. I forgot. I forgot his name. Uh, I know it starts with a W though. Um. Whitebeard son. Whitebeard son. It's just like Winkle something. So what I the heck? I didn't hear nothing about oh, no. this. It's exposed in anime too. The, the big one, dude. You never seen a big dude with the, his mustache? He had the little mama on the side. Had the same scythe and everything. Mm-hmm. He's actually. Looking, I probably have. Actually, but I he's haven't. supposed to face Marco because that's his goal, looking for Marco. Right? Yeah, he was. So that would also be another point. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might but need to. Maybe that's why Marco's gonna, staying. It's going to be very interesting with the the cross guild. So I think they're going to do a, a little bit more with the cross guild, and um, but for actually the crew, it only makes sense for you to either go to Elbaf to get some more information. Or just head straight to whatever island's close to Laugh Tale. So, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Everything else is kind of behind you now. Yeah. Uh, the only islands they've mentioned uh, would be Laugh Tale, or maybe he go run run a, run a fade with Blackbeard real quick. That's kind of it. Yeah. You know, I think Blackbeard's on uh potentially uh God Valley, but I mean they had it's not it's been confirmed. It just it said it was lost to the world. God mm. Valley was lost to the world. But that was the safe haven for um Goldie Roger? 
No, the, the pirates. Uh, it was like a pirate haven, like a black cove in a way. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Also, they had showed uh, clips in the scene that uh, Black Bear actually was, took over an island that Luffy and them saved once. Mm-mm. That all the pirates are running rapid and that they could do whatever fuck they wanted. Oh, like I that. think that was the island I was talking about, but uh, I thought because uh, they was said that East Blue. No, 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 no. That was uh, I think that was I forgot. I'm bad with the seas and geography. It was one of them. Was, yeah, it was like he he just in a spot. It was one of them, but I mean the thing is like, yes, they could go run fade with Blackbeard, cool. But it really wouldn't accomplish much for him. Because, I mean, Blackbeard ain't... Running Fade with Blackbeard ain't going to get him nothing. It's only going to maybe release the Yami Yami No Me and Whitebeard's Fruit at the same time. And we can maybe figure out the reasoning as towards why Blackbeard can hold multiple fruits. That's another question. But I think that's going to be revealed in uh, either when they're battling or in one of the... The poly, the um, starts with P. Polygraphs. Yeah. Okay. I was saying it right. The polygraphs. Mm. Um, like just maybe, about the fruit in general. Maybe he's an ancient weapon. That's that's the only other thing I can think of. Possible. The only thing. So I was reading this very interesting theory, um, and it was saying that the reason that Blackbeard's Yami Yami No Me can hold. Uh, multiple devil fruits and they're saying you can probably hold more than two mm-hmm. is because each devil fruit has a soul because they said essentially once a devil fruit it leaves a person's body then the soul goes to essentially just another fruit and yeah. changes it so the soul of darkness essentially envelops all just like a, a dark hole or a black hole would uh. so the theory was that because the soul of the yami yami no me is so over encompassing or just encompassing in general um there's nothing there's no other soul that it can't accommodate or doesn't have room for yeah because essentially when you take in a devil fruit that soul that's the only you can only take one devil fruit soul Mm -hmm. you can't take multiple essentially that fills your whole body um but with black or black beards or the yami yami no me the theory was that it creates a pocket dimension in a sense that he can pull from mm-hmm. an infinite space to where he can have as many souls cohabitating as possible and use them makes sense so because the battle between him and ace that was yeah and it was kind of a preview of his ability like how far his devil fruit actually ran yeah, yeah. i mean i can somewhat I, 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 it's a believable one, but the reason why I don't believe it is because how Shank's been kind of talking about him. Like, oh. the only person that's ever gotten close enough to cut him was um, Blackbeard. Oh. And he said he's just a different type of monster. And that was before he had the devil fruit. Yeah. So it just, I'm not saying it doesn't make sense for it. It just, it would, it, to me, it would negate that fact. Oh. So I feel like, you know, there's people in the world, uh, like, uh, Just people that like the long neck tribe, there's the what's the name tribe, there's yeah. different people in the world. I believe there's whatever tribe that he comes from are people that can hold multiple devil fruits because hmm. uh, he is bigger and he has a different body style than everybody around him. Granted, it is one piece, everybody has a weird body style, uh, but 
Uh, I believe that is the reason why, because he is just a weird body shape person. And so his origin might have more to do with more it than to anything do with else. It. Mm. Makes sense. I mean, that makes sense, because then, you know, it's not something that we can just immediately find out. Like, it's not mm. something that's so simple. Yeah. Um, because I think the trend with One Piece is nothing's really simple. Mm-hmm. Everything, even if it seems simple, has like two, two or three alternate meanings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think him being from a different race is definitely possible, or some race that we haven't seen before, or he could be some some um, hybrid of two races. Mm. Like he could be a human and giant hybrid, and maybe him having those two races, uh, he can hold one soul for each race inside mm-hmm. of him, so to speak. Um, so there's there's a lot of a lot of ways we can go about this but then the other uh the other option is towards outside of just doing the finding the one piece or i'm sorry running heads up with blackbeard you go and try and find the one piece but i still feel like with everything they still don't have enough information to try and run and find the one piece uh they know well robin kind of does they have where the i forgot where they said the point to the next island because they know where the the, the ancient weapon is. Mm. They learn that. And then um, they talked about Laftail. Mm. So that's the only logical explanation to me mm. uh, to where to go. Uh, other than that, it's just running, running phase with people. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, you're going to definitely come across, uh, I think Buggy and them are going to meet up again. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Probably uh, Zora and I was. I I was hearing word of a possible confrontation with Shanks. I mean, I would think so. That that would be epic, but well, from the it also kind of just doesn't make sense. And the anime is kind of leading towards that actually, because of his daughter. Manga too. His daughter's coming into play, so. I mean, Shanks kind of showed up and just. Well, but he's still, like, in terms of them running fades, they wouldn't run fades with each other until, like, unless they're both, like, at the door, and then that's the only time they would run fades. But other than that, it doesn't make sense for Shanks to run fades with them when he had ample uh, opportunities to run fades. He was outside of Wano. He was outside of, um, um, what is it, the, he pulled up to uh, Impel, Impel, not Impel Down, but the, the Marine Fort, he pulled up to a lot of events where he technically could have just ran it with him, but he, that was still his nigga. Uh, and he's been, quote-unquote, betting on the new age, so it doesn't make sense for you to bet on the new age and then... Directly you, snuff it out. Yeah, snuff it out. Yeah. Only nigga that he's been complaining mm-hmm. about, and also that he could have potentially uh, talked about, because, you know, every time he was about to have a conversation with niggas, the only conversation they showed was with him and Whitebeard talking about uh, Blackbeard. Mm-hmm. But every other time he said, I need to talk to about something, they always cut away. So he could have been talking about Luffy and, like, his potential that he could have... Because uh, that was the another reason why, is because uh, Luffy uh, took the fruit that he stole... Yeah. Um, from uh, from the from the Marines before. From Marine Ford the first time. Yeah, from the first time. So. Um, so the only other thing I can think of is Shanks essentially. He needs he needs Luffy to get to the um, One Piece. One Piece. Yeah, because with the 
with a Hito Hito no Mi model, Nika, then it kind of leads in, or essentially it leads him a little closer to the One Piece than everybody else. I believe so. Because you need some type of weird power to get over. Yeah. But then I was also bring up a question, how did Roger do it without the fruit? Roger didn't have a fruit, so... Maybe you just need Conqueror's Hockey in general. Supreme Conqueror's Hockey. That's actually Mm. been the premise of Roger. And then also another thing is, who's going to teach him that... Because Shanks already has a high level of hockey uh, to where a nigga could feel it from however far he was. Uh Yeah, true. Oh, my gosh. Uh, (laughs) So, it just doesn't make sense um, to not obviously bring that up and then... Uh, what's going to happen to Kaido, what's going to happen to Ving, or we just assume that they're dead. There's so many ways you can go. Uh, but again, to answer your question, the next island, um, technically, I don't know, because if they do go to Laftail, that is technically where the One Piece is, that would be the end of it. So it has to be some small mm-hmm. island in between. I would say they need a rest point. I feel like the next, the next arc and... Hmm. I feel like they would have to go or they would be heading to Laugh Tale and then they would have some intervention from the Celestial Dragons. Only, only, and here's my basis, in uh, the manga, so the chapter when uh, Shank shows up, they show the... Huh? Oh. Guys, give us one sec. We will be right back to this. Give us a break. We back, y'all. But like I was saying, uh, so in the manga chapter where Shanks showed up, there was also the phone call to the Celestial Dragons that was kind of just like quieted out, like hushed out. They didn't really show what that was about. Mm -hmm. And then they also showed the Celestial Dragons saying like, we need Luffy dead. Mm -hmm. And we're going to send everybody we possibly can to do that. And that's what I said, like, in that capital, there was one person who was, like, I guess, above the... Practically, you could say, who runs above the system. Above the admirals. Yeah, runs the whole show. Well, the guard are saying. Uh, I, they didn't really say the name much. No, well, it's the people above uh, the... It's a, the admirals yeah. or it's, the girls. Yeah, Celestials, Gorsay, and the... Because there's someone out. that they showed, like... He's the, the king, he's the king yeah. of the Celestials. So that's the king? Yeah, he's the king of Celestials. So that person plays a big role because they Luffy did caught that person's ear attention attention yeah because yeah. he's that fruit they want that fruit not only that uh, they even highlight in it was like a you could say one episode because this was when uh what's his what's his name uh Luffy's friend that's well like a brother to him Sabo Sabo when he's seen uh one of his people from the from Luffy's dad's crew. As a slave, uh, which was actually Kuma. the is it Kuma? Kuma, Kuma, yes. So Kuma as a slave, Poor which guy. was very fucked up because the celestial dragons are menaces, menaces, despite despicable. Oh yeah, they treat they treat Kuma terrible. Yeah, literally made the pac- pacifistas out of but, his uh, DNA, mm-hmm. his general body yeah. type and power. Go ahead. But, yeah, need to say that. Uh, Due to all this that's been, uh, I guess, hinted, mm-hmm. this could be another route where, like you said, going towards the Celestial Dragons and might be facing this person and possibly freeing Kuma along the way. 
Because that man is going it, going through some shit. I mean... And it's, it was borderline slavery. That but, was slavery. It was slavery. Oh, 100%. That but was, the, the way I see them going and the way I see them heading is... I see them starting to head to Laugh Tale for the One Piece and then the Celestial Dragons intervene and then the Revolutionary Army comes to their aid. And then that'll be a way that we can learn more about Monkey D. Dragon mm-hmm. and what's going on with him because some people, there's been no devil fruit confirmed for him, mm-hmm. but people say that the weather changes every single time he shows up. That's true. He, I, we got a glimpse. So, yeah. Because I mean, last of, time uh, he showed up, the, the clouds came out and it started raining. And he actually blew smoke. He prevented Luffy from getting uh, prevented from fleeing. Yeah. To the, what's called, uh, Grand Line, if I'm correct. Yeah. Yeah. He prevented Luffy from leaving to the Grand Line, yeah. But, so, I mean, the thing is. Smoke was about to tear that ass up. The thing <laughs> is, you can't. You can't, I don't see anyone doing stuff like that without a fruit. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people are saying that maybe Monkey D. Dragon has some sort of weather fruit, weather-related fruit, um, or he has some type of fruit that can control natural elements. Mm-hmm. Um, so more than one element at a time, which I don't see Oda doing when it comes to the multiple element situation because that wouldn't really make sense. Um, I also hear some people saying he has a water-based fruit. Nah, so like a, a miso miso no me or something like that. Like a water water fruit. Water water. And um, they were saying that that's kind of why it rained. Um, with water, you can change the temperature and make steam and stuff like that and make it to a point where it'll actually start a lightning storm if you send the condensed heat high enough stuff like that that's a lot of weather manipulation i just think it comes down to weather at that point yeah that's a lot of scientific features being playing with that water yeah or some people there's also theories that his conqueror's honky is so strong that essentially there's nothing he can't affect when he steps into an area so even weather will bend to his whim even Mm -hmm. random elements like, we, we saw that one glimpse where, um, like, fire wouldn't even touch him. So, mm. it's possible that his Conqueror's Hockey is so strong that it affects inorganic material also. Mm. But, yeah, leading up to the One Piece scenario. Also, I think it will be a, probably, like, from what we described, kind of three, but I would say throw in Blackbeard's crew in the mix of that. Because you would do have to... Conf- Add in the storyline of what happened when Blackbeard crew attacked dragons at their base. Because they found out through the guy with the wrestling abilities. Mm-hmm. They found out where they were. He asked for Blackbeard, hey, yo, come over. I found the, the Red so Army Black- base. That's the part which is another story which I think should be confirmed if it leads to that. To that big old, it will be a royal clash for the well, one. Yeah, win, so. I mean, Blackbeard's crew but, definitely took that L on that. Yeah, they, they mm-hmm. lost badly. Well, they didn't lose badly, but they uh, just weren't well. The only prepared, thing they did was they just compromised where their base was. Mm-hmm. So that was it. That's really it. And I think he lost his warlord status, right? Blackbeard? 
Nah, he was, nah, nah, he's still well Oh, no, no, no. He had already lost it when he cro- crossed it at the Marine Fort. Yeah, no, Marine Fort. Oh, gotcha. Uh, well, hey, he, man. Uh, he was like yeah. a guy that they don't really want to touch. Because he was a warlord at that time, but right when he did that, he became an emperor. Yeah. Mm. They like they, they literally ostracized every warlord at this point. Yeah, right after the time skip, he was already emperor. Yeah. Oh damn. So they're not gonna touch him because of that status. He's too powerful for them to fuck with. Because they basically. can't. Yeah. Bounty's hella high though. Yeah, because they left Big Mom and Kaido alone because of that reason. They're like, oh, that's two emperors. Oh, <laughs> we're good. Yeah. Let Luffy. And enjoy. I mean, every 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 emperor has a territory. Um, and Blackbeard's the only one who technically doesn't. Right. So they're saying that. Essentially, he may have already conquered either somewhere in the East Blue or somewhere back like Alabasta or something like that in order for his base. Or God Valley could essentially be his area now. Yeah. Which makes the most sense. If, he, God Valley if they might. found it again, yeah. 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 supposed to be a place that's rare to come across because it's like another dimension if I'm correct. Well, Almost. it disappeared after uh, the battle uh, between mm-hmm. Rock's crew and uh, Kaido. No, uh, Roger. Roger. Rocks and, and Roger. Marines, yeah. So it hasn't been seen since. So if it were to pop up again, I don't think it would make the most sense. Because there's no reason for it to come back. It doesn't, but I was like, why mention it? Because mm-hmm. they also still say that Rocks is alive, so. It would also be kind of crazy because that nigga would be super old, so. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I mean, Silver's Rayleigh is still alive, and he's super old. I was going to say, but I was going to, it would be, like, the superior to uh, Blackbeard, in a way. Mm -hmm. So, it would, it would just shock the world. It would make everybody, it would make um, the Marines and the the Pirates have to work again. Because that nigga was just so strong that they had to team up. Damn. That's I don't true. remember rocks. And plus, well, it was, it was, it was it before, was quick, yeah. It was a quick, it was a quick little story. But I, that was the crew that uh, Big Mom, Whitebeard, and Kaido was on before they all broke apart and did their separate things. Oh, mm-hmm. gotcha. After that battle, that's when they all started their own crews. Gotcha. It was all in one ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why he had some tough cookies. Rocks had one of the strongest crews ever. Yeah. Besides. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goldie Roger. Well, actually, no. I think his crew was essentially stronger they were. than Goldie Roger, yeah. yeah don't forget, Kaido paid a visit back to one of Goldie Roger's crew member, which was Momonosuke's dad. He was like, because he I was... I mean, he had really. Yeah, and he came there, whooped some ass. He was like, oh, I remember you, motherfucker. Surprise, bitch. Ah, ah, ah. Man is up there getting cooked. He had to save his crew. Ah! I was fucked up, too, to cook a man alive. Yeah, we're not gonna just kill you. We're gonna boil you to death, bro. It is what it is. And you sitting there just holding your people up. Come on, people, do this for one all. You chose piracy. <laughs> this is the lifestyle. Uh, but going to the future. I mean, I could see, I could see realistically, One Piece going either way. But there's, like you were saying, T. There's a lot of questions that need to be answered. Um, and I feel like Oda wouldn't be one to just leave them all unanswered. So, I think. I think Celestial Dragons are next. I just don't know 
I don't really have a specific theory on how that would unfold. Yeah. Because I know that heading to Laugh Tale would be realistically the next move. And I can only see... Because the Celestial Dragons, in essence, sent Grimble to Wano in order to stop Luffy, in a sense. Um, then Shanks showed up. Grimble was like, fuck that. Dipped out immediately. Um, so that's one failed attempt from the Celestial Dragons. I don't think they're going to stop. But they're just going to wait for a moment when Shanks is gone. And once Luffy's crew leaves Wano, Shanks would effectively be gone. So then they can send someone else. And maybe we'll see Green Bull actually use or show us more capabilities of his fruit. And it's going to be a whole a whole all-out war. That's when they're going to bring Green Bull back in. I, I doubt they're going to bring it in by themselves. Because mm-hmm. uh, they can't handle, technically, an emperor by themselves. That's why mm-hmm. they always pull up in twos, threes. Yeah, especially. Um, yeah, they're like a, they never send a... Uh, well, they have, but they normally send like a few thousand niggas with the, the one admiral uh, if they're pulling up on an emperor but they normally send a couple to attack one emperor because mm. they got uh, strong niggas on their crew so that one dude can't stop them yeah, for mm-hmm. sure especially you're talking about Usopp's daddy I'm very curious to see him in action I want to see Usopp's dad yeah he's on the yeah. Shanks crew yes, oh yes, snap yeah. I forgot so about that it's going to the sharpshooter yeah. It's going to be interesting. Two sharpshooters. The original and the prodigy. That's also the reason why I don't believe that Shanks crew will fight Luffy's. Because that means they'll put uh, obviously of, pit yeah. father against son, yeah. mentor against student. It will not exactly mentor. It's basically family ties. I yeah. can also see uh, Zoro coming up with Mihawk. Well, they're, they're going to fight regardless. They have to. Because mm-hmm. it would make sense that now, after all of this, Zoro might be the better swordsman. Well, he, he should be because my man's put the fear of God in Kaido. Oh, when he deflected Kaido's attack? Not only that, what? He, he cut Kaido. He cut him. And Kaido was like, I gotta kill this nigga. Fuck you, Luffy. You did. <laughs> I don't think even Mihawk could cut Kaido. Nah. That's what I said. Technically, Zoro's an emperor himself. The last person that cut him was Oda. Yeah, true. Because, mm-hmm, let's go. Yeah, Kaido said, Kaido even had to tell Zoro, why are you on the same crew with him? Like, literally, you can be your own captain. You're stronger. You're that damn strong. Like, And he was like, that's my captain. And then on top of that, the sword that Zoro got that he just recruited from Wano, that it it basically draws out the hockey which, within him, which makes the sword even more stronger. To where the point, Zoro had to discipline the sword. He literally had to discipline that motherfucker because it damn near drained his arm. You're giving too much suck. It's Stop. <laughs> literally, talk about soul sucking. The sword had him as a toothpick oh. in the one of the scene. See, you see, you see. This nigga ain't got nothing to contribute. Yeah, he's some a pause. Pauses he's a pause king. <laughs> Say something about One Piece. That's gonna be his death fruit. Pause, pause, Shut the fuck up. Get out of here. Well, All right, you know your death fruit is pause. Y'all, it was <laughs> lovely to have you. We are calling it a night. Um, or by the time you hear this, it'll be a morning. Mm-hmm. So, without further ado, we appreciate y'all for listening. Appreciate y'all for standing by. Thank you for grabbing a seat. And peace. peace.